Hi, this is Robert from the 12 Pound Podcast. As a quick reminder, the 12 Pound Podcast discusses life's changes and how we hope to help you face them through shared stories and experiences. Hi, Mom. Hi, Robert. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. It's really good to be sitting at the table. It is good to be sitting at the table. It is a beautiful day in Cape May, New Jersey. We're officially into February. You wouldn't know it outside. We did just have winter weather, but now it is almost officially feeling like spring, at least down in Cape May County. I know. Everything's pretty green. It is pretty green, and it's beautiful. And uh, I'm so excited to be sitting here. This is episode 22. We're moving along. We've been taking a couple pauses in between, uh, but we've got some exciting stuff on the horizon that we had mentioned last episode. So getting some of that together requires a little production work, and uh, I'm happy to report we haven't done much. <laughs> <laughs> so oh, unfortunately, we, you know, the um, <laughs> the pre-production work that we were working on uh, was not worked on. So we're uh, we're still sitting on this jewel of a story with the, the, a new family member who, yeah. we, who was discovered, who discovered us, I should say. And uh, we're still excited to keep that story going, but we didn't want to stop recording. Um, so we, we made a special... Uh, we made a spe- I made a special trip, but I made a special trip for a few reasons, uh, because I wanted to, and we wanted to dedicate uh, this episode, episode 22, uh, it's February 6th, 2023, to uh, James Jimmy Mori, who passed away last week. Uh, Jimmy was a very close family friend and a friend of our uh, immediate family, uh, Patty, whose niece, Mickey, was Jimmy's niece as well. So we were um, happy to be able to go and celebrate his life uh, with his husband of 43 years, Patrick Mazone, and of course, Mickey, Mark, and their son, Calvin. So this episode is dedicated to him. Absolutely. Absolutely. And um, I'm glad we were able to attend. And, you know, it's very sad. It's always very sad. But they were, um, you know, I'm sure Patrick, you know, they were together a long time and a great couple. So... He has um, a lot of wonderful memories, and hopefully he can, you know, find, soon find peace in, in all of that, in all of that. Yeah. Well, we are recording again, so we're happy to go see, every, we're happy to see everyone, and and now we're, we're into a new year, New Year's resolutions, Mm-mm. all these exciting things coming up, but I think it's time to read your horoscope, Mom. Yeah, you haven't, I, you know, I've missed that, I've missed, uh. Having you read my horoscope. Well, let's let's get it started. Get it on. You've been a bit too tunnel-visioned of late and need to expand your horizons beyond your family and your career. I think you make these up. I don't. Look at the world around you and ask yourself, how can you assist in making it a better place? Your input matters. And they're not talking about my ceiling, which you punched two holes in <laughs> while I was at work. They're talking about the bigger the bigger picture, Mom, beyond the house. Yeah? Yep. The bigger so your, picture. Your input matters. So we're going to keep that in mind. Read the first the first sentence again. I'll read the whole thing again. Go ahead. I think the world needs to know what your horoscope is. I do So too. again, this is Taurus. Mom is a Taurus. You've been a bit too tunnel visioned of late. Mm. You need to expand your horizons beyond your family and your career. Look at the world around you and ask yourself how you can assist in making it a better place. Your input matters. There you go. To all my fellow Taurians. Ask somebody if they need help. 
Ask somebody if they need some help. That's what that's what you should do today. Text somebody you haven't texted. And I in a while. knew that you needed help with that ceiling, so I know. jumped right in there for you. It, let me tell right you, right in there for you, my, and my brother. Yeah, actually, and Harold, my brother. Hold on. Let me read your horoscope from two days ago. Stay out of your son's business. He'll fix it. He promised. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, I did appreciate it. I was a little overwhelmed. I was very tired that morning. You had to see his face. After a long listeners, night. Listeners, you had to see his face when he walked in and looked up. As our listeners know, I have a, uh, I have a two and a half year old, soon to be three. And uh, she's quite a handful. And she kept me up late the night before. And then I had work first thing in the morning. So I'm off to school. And I came back after a couple hours because we had to, uh, I forget where we had to be. We had to be somewhere. Oh, I had to be driving to Brooklyn to get my youngest daughter, my oldest daughter. And when I walk in, you have to see it. My uncle is on a stepladder drilling. There's a power saw drilling two Not holes. Drilling. It's, it's sawing two <laughs> Little holes. Little tiny hole. It was ridiculous. This boy, I'll tell you My mom truth. immediately is in my face telling <laughs> me, don't, it, just don't worry. We figured it out. <laughs> I got Saunders. I was moving the process along. He's on the couch trying to fix your computer. It felt a lot about, it felt like it was about you. It was about me. It's, it's right. It's right. Moving the process along. My uncle uh, was concerned that I didn't know how to use a vacuum. Because he doesn't have one. Because I don't have one. Everything was falling apart. But the good news is we, we identified the problem. We, had, we identified, so actually for users who are uh, not as handy as, as, uh, as I am, I'm not handy, <laughs> so my mom is. So is my uncle Scott. Um, and increasingly so is Saunders. Uh, upright showers are not a great idea. Yeah, when they get old, the uh, when they get old, the they seals get, get old, and exactly. that's the problem. That shower, that damn shower. Yep. Well, here's my horoscope. Keep your eyes and ears open today, because if you lose concentration for even a moment, you could miss out on an opportunity to turn a profit. Stay sharp and make sure if there is money to be made, you'll be the one who's making it. I like it. That's I like I it a lot. Well, we're on the path, man. It's happening. Episode twenty-two. New Year's is happening. I'm glad to be at the shore. We've got, uh, like I said, we've got a, we've got a plot line that we're still working on. Nothing's changed, so I don't have much to report other than we're going to reach out to said person, yeah. have a coffee, and see how they're feeling about sharing their story. Yeah, we've got to get this uh, organized. The meet, the meetup, the meetup, the meetup. That's is right. There a, the meetup. We're going to do a meetup. It's in New Jersey. The good news is this. Uh, it's a Jersey thing. Yeah, this person is not that far away, so. I am from. I come from New Jersey. He comes from New Jersey as well, as do we. Yeah. So, it's all about the Garden State. What can I say? <laughs> all right. Well, we're going to talk about resolutions today, Mom. You've done. Uh, I was very impressed. You've got the board. We've I got did, a. We've I got a whiteboard mm-hmm. in our studio, and we're looking at the whiteboard right now. And it says that your resolutions. You've got some percentages. I mean, this is a big deal. I do, but I want to tell you this is statistics. I want, which, which I, I was we've got just, a we've got a family member who has a PhD in statistics. I, we should check these numbers with him. PhD, I said, stands for what did I tell you? You have a PhD. I do. It's uh, what did I say it was? Pretty handsome dude. Pretty handsome dude. Yeah, you have, you have a PhD. That's don't let I people said. tell you you don't, bro. I told when Doug when Doug got his PhD, I told people I was going to. I already change have my, one. You said uh, I already have one. Yeah, I said I already got one. <laughs> Pretty handsome one. dude. But I want to tell you how this came about. You know, to, I thought we should talk about New Year's resolutions because I was on my way to the um, Acme that used to be called, by the way, the American store. And just a little bit of trivia, I thought I'd throw it in there. I can see people Googling that right now. I mean, it's very interesting. Yeah, Google the American store. The American store. And it sounds like it's in Florida. It does, doesn't it? it I, does. I know your, your grandmother. It sounds like Ron DeSantis made 
uh, Acme changed the name back. That's like what's going on down no, there. No, that's not. I heard that from my my mother ex mother in law. She used to call it the American Store. Ella used to call it the American Store. Anyway, so I as I to get to that store, I pass by a gym, and there were sort of in the parking lot, a big parking lot, like so many cars. I was wondering what is going on. They must be giving something away there because I've never seen that many cars at a gym. And then I realized, ha-ha, it's New Year's resolution, people. That's what happens in the gym. They must make, you know how people make, florists make their money at Valentine's Day and what else? You know, like the holidays. Yeah. Um, I'm sure the green dye people make their money on St. Patrick's Day. Mm -hmm. Well, gyms. What's make that factory like to work at? <laughs> right, right. Jesus, your hands are green again. We don't put your hands on oh, the counter. Oh, Patrick, Patrick. Yeah. Oh, gee. Uh, oh. <laughs> oh, Terry, <laughs> get your fucking hands off the counter. Every fucking day they come home green. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, anyway, so that's what I figured what was going on there. And gyms must really feel that increase in revenue after the first of the year according to the cars that i saw so i thought it would be kind of a fun podcast to talk about resolutions um i want to preface this and say i do not make any i don't know that i ever have maybe if i dig way back into my what did you we were just talking about our frontal cortex i don't know where i'd have to dig but um, it's somewhere in uh, there. Somewhere. Somewhere oh, in the cortex. Only knows. It's more of a vortex. It's really a void. Yeah. <laughs> it's vortex. what it is, right? In my void text, right? <laughs> and find that information. You will find it. We'll find it. We'll find it. But I always said I don't make promises. I'm pretty sure I'm not going to keep. Um, yeah. So I, I just thought that's like ridiculous. Not only that, if you say like your resolution out loud to somebody like, yeah, I'm going to my resolution is I'm going to lose 20 pounds. And then like I've gained 10. I mean, it's kind of embarrassing. You know, it's like um, so I, I just I don't put that out there um, and never have. But people do. People do. I think now statistics you were speaking of. Yes. Which for those of you that like numbers and statistics and buy into that that somebody actually has interviewed all of those people and you know and taken those numbers mm -hmm. it's a possibility they could have just gotten a pencil and piece of paper well i've heard something about these statistics and these resolutions Resol people tend to lie quite no a, quite a bit people don't people lie. tend to lie quite a bit when it comes to <laughs> <laughs> anything anything regarding their resolutions What's the difference between a resolution and a resolution? I kind of knew you were going to ask me something like that. So I was thinking of preparing an answer. But you didn't. I didn't. <laughs> so once again. Or as they say in Philly, I didn't. It's a little dead air. I didn't. You want to look it up? You don't have to. What's the, 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 uh, a resolution is um, the conclusion of a story's plot. The, a resolution is the conclusion of a story's plot. Right, we've come to a resolution. Romeo and Juliet have taken their lives how does that fit in with a new year's resolution that's what i'm trying to figure out that's why i'm asking you i don't think it does well i don't think it does either but it's the same word so why so i think we have to change it i think we do too because the resolution right it came that romeo and juliet came to a resolution when the children died 
the families got together and said, okay, let's let's stop this nonsense. Yeah, is it a resolution to me would be— We've come to a resolution. Or an agreement. Or an agreement, right? An agreement. That this is silly. So I'm agreeing with myself? Yeah, it doesn't make sense. Isn't a resolution sound like it should be between people? I think you've resolved yourself to uh, to the fact that you're you drink too much. I think that's what it is. Maybe that's how it's described. And here's resolution, right? I'm resolved. To the fact that I can't get out of the chair. (laughs) (laughs) I'm resolved to the fact that these pants don't fit anymore. I'm resolved to the fact that this doesn't fit. That I only have Fruit Loops in my my cabinet. That I've got uh, chocolate on my face. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Right? Whatever. Heck. I don't know. But I think, look, I'm I'm resolved to, to move on. Yeah, your resolution, I know, you told so, me, was to fix the hole in the ceiling. My resolution, it was. I yeah. was going to fix the hole in, yeah. fill, like, I was, like I fixed your ceiling fan, <laughs> which I did. If you what just give jerk. me some time, Wait, really? say, Honest to, I would have fixed it. It's my cross to bear. <laughs> no, I just, I, but we did it. We did do it. There's a hole, there are two holes in my ceiling. I don't, I, I, think, I don't even know why there's two. The second one makes no sense. Yeah, there was the, only water coming from one. True, but the other... Just didn't look right, so I wanted to see how that equipment worked. So I said, "Just go for it. Just, just go, go for start it. making Can you imagine holes." Imagine if you're a surgeon, be like, "You know what? That don't, that one doesn't Please. look right. Let's I know do the another skin one. cuts so easy. Let's see do it? another one. <laughs> like it doesn't make any sense. This is why I do podcasts and not sheet rocking. <laughs> senseless. Well, anyway, so resolutions are meant to be broken. Now that we know generally what a resolution is, what are What's the, what's what's kind of the main resolution for people? Okay, so when I was any, looking up numbers, um, and as I said, you can buy into this or not. It's completely up to you. Mm-hmm. But in doing a lot of research, at least a half an hour. <laughs> it's a good thing you... I came up with... <laughs> Good thing Sorry. you get paid per episode <laughs> no. and not an hourly rate. No, I'm kidding. It was, it was long term. Um, one of the, and I'm sure you can all guess what I'm going to say. Well, you started with it, right? The, what, the parking lot? Yeah, the parking lot would be fitness slash exercise. 52% of, of the population, that would be their first go-to resolution. Lose weight. Yeah, which is different actually than... It can be combined, but different than diet. I mean, you can diet without ever hitting the gym if you so choose to. That was a 50% hit. That's tough. Uh, mental health was right up there. That's good. I bet you that's new. I would uh, love it, to know It what is that new. Was. And they they um, hooked it up with the different generations. Hmm. Um, actually, the um, a lot of it was uh, baby boomers. That makes sense. 48%. I guess, you know, we're getting, I'm a baby boomer. We're getting older and have yeah. decided we're completely well, been, lost our minds. You've been driving me nuts for 45 exactly, years. Exactly. So I'm. <laughs> Might as well look in the mirror. <laughs> he, you should see him laughing. Oh, it's really, it's a shame this isn't. This is, oh, he's really laughing. He's found, <laughs> look at this. Oh boy. Tears. Okay. Time to look in the mirror. Time to look in the mirror. Um. Finances, big one. Yeah, you that know, makes sense. I'm not going to. I'm going to stop with the Amazon delivery of packages every day. Yeah, and I think the market I- economy. Nobody likes what's going on right now. Does yeah. that make sense? Thirty-nine percent. Um, what I found really interesting was to uh, s- to stop or uh, cut down on drinking. 
was a whopping 8%. That was shocking to me because that's very low. I think because um, I was telling you prior to recording that January has become dry January for a lot of people. So people are abstaining from alcohol during the month to uh, to detox, basically, from the holidays and then kind of take oh, a, take a overindulge. month Overindulge, yeah. So, so maybe, maybe and that's food, why. And food, sure. I'm f- sure if diet is uh, food as well. Yeah, I think that's mm-hmm. probably a combination of both. Mm-hmm. I thought the, the less time on social media was interesting. Also not as high as I would have expected. Or because that lower is your, than I, that Because that's a different, as I said, that's attached to a different generation as well. Yeah, I, I probably my generation and younger. And younger. I just listened to a really interesting podcast yesterday uh, through the New York Times interviewing uh, a woman was interviewing a, a young woman. She was 17 and she started a, uh, a club, which has become quite big. It's an online club, but it's a club for uh, high schoolers, teenagers who are um, getting off their smartphones. So they are basically giving their smartphones up. They're going back to flip phones and they are not uh, using their smartphones for any social media. So there's no social media. There's uh, the texting is just through the um, uh, the flip phone, and then they check in uh, irregularly, not 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 often, uh, via their their desktop or their laptop. And it was so interesting to hear this kid talk about how much time she has on her hands now, yeah. and all these things that she's done that she didn't. You know, she never thought she was a reader. And then she found the right book to start with, and now she can't stop reading. She crochets. She does art. And she's picking it up quickly. That's really good news. Which was really interesting, too, because, I mean, I would love to look into this, but uh, she found that her capacity to learn things, even at a young age, her capacity to learn things, once she removed herself from social media for, I think it was only about a week or two, is that her, her, the, her, the way her brain functioned changed. So she was taking in more information. She was remembering things more readily, and she was being she was able to pick up new skills. Absolutely, and I would I would question, uh, you know, these screens that we look at. They're uh, sort of artificial lighting. Sometimes you think it's not just the information, but the lighting itself. You know, like seeps into your brain. So I wonder not having that all the time, staring at a screen, especially say you're in bed at night and, you know, before you go to bed, you turn that phone on, that bright screen yeah, hits you funny. in the face. Absolutely. It's funny you said that. So she said that the, uh, she was asked by the, uh, by the interviewer, what has been the biggest change since you stopped? And she said sleep. She's sleeping better? She's sleeping better. She was a, a terrible sleeper. She always fell asleep with her phone next to her head. And uh, her sleep has just demonstrably improved. Interesting. And as a result, she's not getting sick as often. Um, she's she, you know, she the the rest is helping just her productivity during the day. And this is a kid, it, you know. So oh, the other thing is her physical changes. Um, her thumbs had been indented from yeah. holding the phone and typing. So well, didn't they say? I don't know if, if it were a joke or not, but they used to say that the younger generation or, or the next generation being born mm-hmm. will have huge thumbs. You know, that after uh, decades and decades and decades of using, um, it's possible. It's possible because they're being... Have you seen Bill's thumbs? Like, like who's Bill? <laughs> you know, Bill down the street. He's got huge thumbs. No. <laughs> what? What does he do? What does Bill do all day? 
I don't know, but his thumbs are huge. It's possible. I mean, it is possible. It could be happening already. It is possible. There might be a couple of people out there. The, the gene is starting to spread. That's really, uh, you know, I, I wonder, and I, I, I actually hope it does do a little bit of a turnaround because, um, you know, not to sound like a dinosaur, the, the amount of time that is spent on, on social media, on looking at a screen, it's not even just your computer or your smartphone. Um, the, te- the television, the lights from that, they say, you know, you should disengage from well before you decide to go to sleep. And I wouldn't say that's what a lot of people do. I think that, you know, you go back to bed and the TV is on and, you know, you turn it off and go to sleep. And once again, that's something different than used to be. You know, there, um, you know, you didn't have a million options you know, to be glued to watching that, um, you know, just all the time. Yeah, there's just so too many choices. There's so many choices, and, and your eyes to just, uh, um, you know, you kind of wonder about, like, if anything will change with eyesight, you know, with uh, vision, with, um, um, it'll be it'll be interesting. Uh, I'll be long gone. But what's really, I thought, interesting, oh, here's another statistic. 29% feel pressured to set a resolution. Now I don't know who you twenty nine percent are. Let me really? relax. relax. <laughs> let, me, let me tell you right now. Lighten up, Leslie. Right, I'm going yeah, to give you. Uh, I'll give you some inside baseball. Nobody cares. No, <laughs> right? Like I saw that twenty nine. But you feel pressure to set a resolution. And let's be honest, you don't care. Right. <laughs> I, 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 that's what I said about statistics. So they went up to somebody and said, "Do you feel pressured to t- to talk about your New Year's resolution?" And they're saying that 29% of the people that they interviewed feel that pressure. I don't know any of them. There's so many other things in the world. To feel pressured about. To feel pressured about. (laughs) Right. The last thing is like, did I get to the gym? I mean, I guess it becomes something, I don't know. Maybe, you know. Well, you feel pressured. Probably you're giving yourself pressure that this is what you want to do. Here's the good news. But to actually make a resolution and feel pressured about not making it. Here's the good news. Which is public. 29% of people feel pressured to set a resolution. Uh, Of the 29%, it only takes them 17.8 days for the pressure to alleviate. (laughs) (laughs) Right. That's the next number. Here's the good news. That's the number I just find just so much fun. After after less than 18 days. Average time that the Joe public sticks to their resolution. Drum roll. 17.8 days. 17.8 days. And those people feel all the no pressure. Right. Things are back to normal. Right. So that means that when I head to the American store slash Acme, pretty soon that parking lot's going to be empty. <laughs> it is. Yeah. Empty. Once again, there'll be nobody <laughs> sitting next to you on the exercise bike. <laughs> right. But I was speaking to my sister, and she was saying, which is really a fun thing, I guess people that make these resolutions and make them every year, right, it's probably the same one. You know, it's probably the same one. Because the success ratio for stopping drinking is about 2%. Um, The fitness or exercise, you know, yeah, you started, but... It's hard. You'll see the same. When you join a gym, I'm one of those that is a gym joiner. Sounds like a Jimmy joiner. That was a guy. I'm telling you, that was a a local announcer for a furniture store. Jimmy Joyner? Jimmy Joyner. Jimmy Joyner. There's a Seth Joyner. 
um, for the Eagles. Yeah, when you join the gym, or people that buy the uh, exercise equipment, you know, and then hang their clothes on it, um, and then you see them, you know, selling it on. eBay. So what do you do? You're a core energy coach, I think. Uh, someone told me that. Is that true? It's true. That's true. Certified. And I've um, actually done some coaching. Um, I find with myself or people that I have coached that accountability is a huge part of being successful. So, you know, just to tell somebody, yeah, this is what I plan to do. I've got it all written out here, mm -hmm. what I'm going to have for breakfast, what I'm going to have for lunch, how many calories it is, how many, and it never happens. It never happens. And your friends are probably not going to say to you, because you told your friends this, you outed yourself about the diet, what you were going to do. Um, if, keep that to yourself. Keep it to yourself. Keep it to yourself, right? Actually, the people that keep it to themselves are usually a little more successful. Um, so now you've outed yourself as to what you're going to do. It doesn't happen, right? It doesn't happen. Accountability, you've hired someone like myself that we speak once a week. We talk about your progress. We talk about what you see next week, next month, next year, mm -hmm. right? And I hold you accountable, accountable, which is what a lot of those programs are about anyway. You know, only this is more like you have someone rate working just with you, just with you on a, so the success ratio is pretty high. Um, it's very high. Mm. Weight Watchers, accountability, you know, accountability. They give you the diet. We all know what healthy foods are. They're just not as interesting as chocolate cake. Yeah, I think that's what a lot of these watches, you know, like the uh, iPhone watch and Fitbit and I think that's a, it's just a, it's probably just a, it's like a, a physical measure of accountability. You know, you're constantly looking at what exactly you did what it is. all There's day. Exactly what it is. I'm There's big into my steps. I was never a big step person, but the pedometer, I love it. When I hit 10,000 steps. Where'd you watch? I took it off today because we were going to the funeral. I didn't want to look at it. Oh. So I, I tend now, I, I'm, uh, social media. People are looking at their steps. They're looking at their steps. They look at my. I look at my heart rate. It's interesting. I can. You start to monitor it, especially when you are feeling anxious, mm -hmm. uh, or, you know, when I'm doing certain things, like when my heart rate elevates or when it drops, and I find I stare at it quite a bit. Not stare at it, but you know, I really I, I look at it often. But yeah, I'm big into my steps. I'm big into my heart rate. That wasn't really a resolution, but it, it does give you a level of accountability. Well, I think what it does, as much as accountability, mm -hmm. excuse me, because you don't want to, you can become, it can have a negative uh, thing as well, meaning that you're checking, 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 checking. That's not good. But what is good is you're feeling a little weird. You think you're feeling anxious. You can see that your heart rate is elevated. It it will say to you at that very moment, stop, breathe, relax. Mm -hmm. That's what it does. Actually, you know, taking a, uh, I always like to say this, taking a conscious breath. Yes. Yeah. And you're actually people's watches have told, have reminded them. My Fitbit reminds me. To do that. Yeah, um, I love it. There's a great thing out there. I don't know how we got on that, but it's cool. There's a, I just saw a program. There's a program for everything. And um, I'm, um, I don't drink enough water. And it's really kind of cute. It's, um, it tells you when to drink water. So, you know, if you want to drink seven, eight-ounce glasses, and the little glasses are lined up, and then it's actually pouring the water 
And it's really a great reminder because, you know, you get busy with your day and people that I'm sure there's a lot of you out there like myself, we're just not water drinkers. Um, I don't understand water. I know I, we need it. I've never seen anything like it. It's like you're it's like you don't need it to survive. <laughs> it's so weird. But you want if, but I've never seen you drink a glass of water. No, look, 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 look right there. Well, I'm looking at it. It doesn't mean <laughs> you drank it. Drink it. Yeah. Well, the, the interesting thing about that. Think about it, though. If there's ever like like um armageddon is that like the end yeah that's the end of days you want to be with me because do uh, i yeah uh <laughs> we punching holes in my roof and like hey that's how we keep now that we're, the zombies are going to get in now thanks for putting two holes in my You're roof welcome. Anytime. You, oh you can't drink water great <laughs> we don't have windows i will give you my water though <laughs> see you'll be more water for you i uh, thank god i'm see? drinking my water right now yeah, i'm hydrated actually, actually and i'm I have a Wawa cup in front of me. So so resolutions are real. People have a difficult time sticking to them. Uh, only uh, about 18 days worth of resolutions happen, and people feel pressured to do it. Well, I think they should get over that. Oh, definitely. <laughs> Don't feel too much pressure. No pressure. And I also think, too, you know, I I feel like there should be like a – there should be four days for resolutions throughout the year. It's like, like a quarterly check-in. So if you don't get it, if you don't get to it on January 1, you can get to it on March 31st. And if you don't get to it on March 31st, you get to it June 30th. Because I, for me, I've never been a big resolutions person. But I, uh, I've picked up a couple um, good habits over the last couple years that have helped me with what would normally be a resolution, which is one was getting more organized. So staying on top of my calendar. I was... Uh, introducing more jobs and activities to my life last summer and I was having a really hard time keeping track of them I was missing stuff and forgetting things so um, somebody had recommended to me that I, I color code my calendar but I'm the type of person that you know how you don't drink water you'll look at water and walk right past it I, I cannot I don't look at my phone calendar I just can't I never look at it hmm. so things can go on my calendar all day electronically it's, I have a I have a wall for whatever set of reasons, but but in a written daily planner, I'm I'm great, and then I translated that same color coding. So I've got six colors. That's the other thing. So you start with the number of colors you have, right? If you've got too many, you've got more than six, you've got too many, and then I you can keep track at the end of the day or at the end of the week. You can do a time allotment. Okay, I've spent 15 hours on orange. I only spent two hours on green. Well, green actually is a, a more important color for let's just say finances or purple is my personal color i didn't spend any i didn't spend any time in purple which is my wellness color and then at the end of the week you could say okay i need to rebalance this and then for work i took it a step further and i used those same colored pens to keep track of my notebook when i was taking notes so if i'm taking notes for 12 pound podcast it's in black if i'm taking notes for drexel university it's in blue so if i see you know, an, a notebook that's filled with blue, I know that I'm, I, I may be ignoring the podcast a little bit or there's not a lot of purple. And I don't know, that really, I didn't think something as, uh, it sounds so simple, but it really worked for me. And all of a sudden I was... Um, the process is simple. Yeah. The process, I mean, the, the, the plan is simple. And it's interesting because what you're saying is really no different than the young woman you were talking about allotting time 
you know, freeing up time because she now has a plan. You know, she now is making time, taking time away from this frees up time for that. So if we look at our whiteboard here and we take time away from, uh, what on there can, okay, uh, social media. Yeah, so if social it's 20%, right. yeah. let's just say you're going to say, I'm going to do my best. Don't set, you have to be careful. Your goal has to be realistic. It has to be achievable. You can easily say, this is people do, I'm not going to get on my computer at all. I'm, that's it. I'm cutting that down to nothing. That's not a realistic, that's not a realistic goal, and you're most likely going to fail. I'm sorry to say that, but you probably are. So if I look at less time on social media, 20%, I spent 20% of my day, I personally think that's a lot higher for people, but 20% of my day on either computer or the phone or oh, whatever, Oh, I think right? at least, at I least think a third. I do too. At least a third. So I'm going to knock that down, even if I knock it down 5%. Yeah, it's funny. I did that. So it was, it was interesting with the podcast. I was never a big social media person. I was late to Facebook, late to Instagram. And, but when we launched the podcast, we, you know, decided because that's what kind of what you're advised to do, which makes sense. You know, we, we need to, you know, give the podcast some publicity. So we started doing a lot of social media. So I was on my social media all the time, almost as if it were a full time job. And that was one of the things with the podcast I wanted to cut back on, figure out ways to promote us without having to be beholden to social media. Um, and then, you know, I tried to take it a step further, just to your point, which is a good one, baby steps. Two things that I did is one, uh, the phone is not in the bedroom with me at all anymore. It never comes in the bedroom. So it doesn't enter the room at night. And then I get it in the morning. If the alarm goes off, it's in the bathroom or it's in another room. And then if I if I go out in the morning, like let's say I'm going over to Saunders' house, you know, to see them, see Josephine and, and her, I don't take the phone. So I don't have the phone with me in the morning. So it, it's removed from... Baby step. Yeah, baby step, man. So, yeah, baby step. Yeah, it's actually in coaching. It's called Aim Smart. And if you make sure that your, what it is you want to accomplish is achievable... So you figure out what's the least I can do, right? What's the least I can do? What's the most I can do? And usually it falls somewhere in the middle, you know, so I'm not going to be able to cut back this amount, but what can I do? And then it's, you make a realistic commitment to that, right? And you have a better chance of success. Yeah. So what, what can I do? I can cut two holes in my son's ceiling. I'm going to cut a hole right the your most, forehead. The most right now, I can do. If I had do, a tool right now, I would <laughs> saw through your forehead. The most <laughs> I can do is do it when he's least expecting it. The least I can do is apologize for it when he walks in. The least I can do. It was completely, there was no question yeah, I mean, it's not like mind. you fixed it. You there, left there, it. Of course <laughs> I left it. Of course I left That's it. That's the best thing about it. The best thing about it is they're just two holes. Well, actually, I will say, though, it did get me motivated. I, absolutely. That was my plan. So it was good. That was my plan. You know what? Okay, here's a, here's an advertisement for people who are looking for life coaching. Uh, don't give her the keys to your house. If there's a project that you are uh, you need some accountability on, she'll open your ceiling up. <laughs> I'll get you started. There you go. That Bobby Morier, I'll get you life started. coach. She'll open your ceiling. Right. I like that. I'll She'll get you started. And as soon as he gets his end underway, I've got the the, re, the other guy coming in. You do. It's good. No, I love it. It's it's very, very yeah. helpful for me. Yeah, got the other guy coming in. Well, we've got another guy coming in, hopefully to our family. 
we're going to um, we're going to work on that. As I said before, I'm going to have to gonna get some more black ink in my notebook to uh, figure out next steps with uh, with our our new family member that discovered us. So that'll be something we're going to play on a coffee and see how he's feeling about maybe uh, getting maybe, together. Maybe getting yeah, together. We get it together. Yeah, we're <laughs> not going to put a. We don't want to put this too far ahead of ourselves. Don't put the cart in front of the horse, as they say. But uh, yeah, it'd be yeah, nice to hear his story at some point, even if it's uh, not him on the microphone. If we can uh, share some of that, I think it'd be a lot of fun. It's so interesting. You know, again, like what thing people go through, I think ever like everyone, you know, wrestles with resolutions. You know, a lot of people, you know, wrestle with uh, late in life surprises. So things yeah, you weren't I, expecting. It's, uh, you know, it, it, it's difficult. You know, you do. You I'm do. sorry. You, you, did you say you're difficult? No, I said you you're, are difficult. You're it's difficult. so you are, we'd had a breakthrough <laughs> on the 12 pound <laughs> podcast. Bobby has admitted that she's difficult. It's, it's it's difficult. All of those resolutions are they're tough. They're tough. Fitness and exercise, diet, spending less time on social media, all of that is uh you know, takes a lot of willpower. Yeah, a lot of fortitude. A lot of it really does. And uh you know, I wish everybody with their resolutions uh you know, a lot of luck if you need some help with accountability. I'm here. All right. Well, we did it. This is number 22. I feel like we are on a roll. This is the start of something new. And by new, I mean new year, new you, new me. Mm-hmm. We're good. We're doing well. Lots of exciting stuff going on in life. Um, but before we go, I want to say one more time, this episode was a special one. Uh, again, it was uh, dedicated to our friend Jimmy Mori and his family. Uh, we wish you all well, and we love you. Yeah, absolutely. And with that, I'm going to say goodbye. As always, if you want to listen to this episode or any of our past episodes, please go to our website at www.12poundpodcast.com. It is also available on YouTube as well. We are thrilled to be uh, back on the microphones in February, and we look forward to hearing from you soon. Thanks, Mom. Thanks, Robert. Love you. Love you, too. Bye. Bye.